Yo, this is Nappy Boy Radio Live with your boy T-Pain. We love rap music. Listen, uh, we got a caller on line one. Caller, what's your problem? How's it going? It yeah. ain't going good. My girl ain't doing the things she used to do at all. I got just what you need. Brand new Chris Brown, T-Pain. You heard it here first. Nappy Boy Radio. We love you. You're listening to Real Talk with the Boys. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7, 24-7. This is T-Bone, the real bad wolf of Northern Nevada. Joining me from the Boneyard in Denver, Colorado. See, but we also know him as Zaddy. Did I do good, Daddy? <laughs> Thank you, Dad. For the next hour, we want to make you laugh, learn something new, and say, What if this is Real Talk with the Boys? What up, talkheads? Mommy and Daddy away, and the kids are ready to partay. Is Biden Trump? Uh, is Biden's trade policies to blame under the lumber crisis? Trump thinks so. Is someone in the Senate trying to provide a ten billion dollar bailout to Bezos and Blue Origin? We'll find out. And is COVID most likely the cause of a lab leak? But Orange Man bad? We're not talking about any of that today. This is real talk with the boys. I'm already triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bring up a bunch of stuff. We're not going to talk about it all. Just to I'm just going to get him fired up. Fired up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Like, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to I'm just going to hit hard from the beginning. Uh, T-Bone, wh- when are we going to update it so that you, you let the folks know that you're no longer the bad wolf of northern Nevada and uh, a bad wolf of the of the east? I'm pretty sure it says New England now. And if not, then I definitely edited the wrong clip part. Okay. <laughs> so I'll have to double. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I think I edited it. I was like, you know, there's a lot going on here on the deck. Some cutting in live mixing tapes as we do this, but I'm pretty being sure. A, being a 21st century disc jockey is not easy. I get it, dude. It's hard. And I'm still trying to like, you know, I got your intro dialed in perfectly. I think I got Gordo's in. He's got some <laughs> new fire come in. Prof K's was perfect from the beginning. I was so exactly. That one. <laughs> um, so like, again, like I, I think I changed it, but I kind of want to, I don't know. I'm thinking about doing something else. So we'll see. Yeah. Just a teaser, you know? Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Got to keep them interested. <laughs> All right. T-Bone, what's going on on your end? What, what do you want to talk about? All right. So I want to kind of talk about just violence in general and just kind of fights in public spaces and and just kind of what you your reaction to what that would be like from you. And then also like what advice hopefully we can provide to best protect yourselves and others is kind of the direction Mm. I want to go with this. Okay. So I'm going to play a bunch of different clips, just kind of highlighting the rise in violence we've seen over the last years and different scenarios with that. And then hopefully kind of talk through those scenarios and each what you would do, how you would react and the kind of maybe the best way to deal with it um, or ways to better kind of prepare yourself. But I just want to say 
just for all of our listeners that we're not picking any sides or trying to directly go into specific issues when it comes to like, cause some of these rise of violence is related to, you know, specific hate crimes, whether it's over like religion or race or anything like that, but more so I want to talk about like in those specific scenarios dealing with that problem. Like if you are yeah. a bystander or, you know, being one attacked. So prepare to be triggered. Is this it? No. Yeah, let's do this one first. No, this one. Sorry. Flights as mask policies change on the ground, but not in the sky. Two teeth knocked out of the Southwest flight attendant's mouth. The passenger arrested and charged. The aggression not isolated. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. An uptick in ugly confrontations like this as air travel sees a dramatic increase. TSA screening more than 7 million people since Thursday, a significant jump from the same weekend last year. I haven't been home in two years, so whatever I got to do to get home, I'm going to do to get home. U.S. officials warning there will be consequences for violent behavior on flights. Violence um, against a flight attendant uh, on a flight is a um, is a federal offense. Airlines have banned hundreds of passengers since the pandemic began for non-compliance of COVID policies. Multiple Detroit flights impacted. Last summer, a flight preparing to take off for Atlanta turned around on the tarmac. Delta removing two passengers who refused to mask up. Last fall, another Delta flight, this one to LA, delayed for the same reason. The psychological toll of the pandemic likely a factor. This has been um, a trauma um all right well that's gone a little off of where i wanted it to go but in the specific video we saw in the beginning and this will be included in our show notes you saw the two different kind of fight scenarios where one they were kind of fighting and then one guy stood up and just kind of helped to diffuse the situation but obviously he was kind of it seemed like he was more of a bigger stature but he put himself in between the two people Mm -hmm. i'm just kind of curious what would you have done in that scenario what would your first initial reaction would have been yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. I think it's going to be dependent upon where I'm sitting in the airplane, right? Like, if I'm on the opposite aisle, like, not clear, <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, <laughs> shit, this is about to get real. But, like, if I'm in that situation near the confrontation like that gentleman was, I'd hope I'd try to diffuse the situation in some capacity, whether it's stepping in or, or just trying to calm. Like an arm in the way. Yeah, yeah. Some bear hugs, maybe. <laughs> what about you, T Bone? Just whip out the, you know, the zaddy chest and show. Them yeah. What's going on. Um, same. I like it because I think about this a lot. We're gonna go through different scenarios, but I think I would like to be one who would kind of at least try to diffuse or distract and at least disarm the situation. Is kind of the things I would try to do. Whether it is just pulling, you know, the attention to yourself or yeah you know, whatever, just kind of causing the violence to stop. Cause I just, I want, you know, I think that's the underlying hopeful message we'll get across from all of this is that violence is never the answer, whatever kind of problem you're dealing with. Um, and I think anyone who kind of resorts to that is obviously not able to defend or logically support the argument would be my kind of yeah. support to that. But it's just interesting to see all these different scenarios and the different responses people have to that. So we'll go into this next one tonight about the growing incidents of racist and often violent attacks against Asian Americans in this country. More than 2,800 reports since the pandemic began. The community in Oakland, California, showing its frustration after several recent attacks. Here's ABC's Zoreen Shah. 
Tonight in Oakland, California, growing calls for police to help stop attacks against Asian Americans. Two days and they still haven't responded to us yet. It comes after several brazen assaults. In Oakland, two men knocking down a 70-year-old woman and robbing her. Her granddaughter saying she was injured. She's traumatized. She did get like really bad bruises. And in this Chinatown shop, a man hovering behind a customer, <laughs> snatching their wallet when they tried to pay. Advocates say they're tracking a disturbing trend. Over 2,800 accounts of anti-Asian hate nationwide from the start of the pandemic through December. Oakland's new police chief telling ABC he is committed to sending more officers into Asian American neighborhoods. When we have communities that are non-English speaking, that sometimes we have to actually assign people who, who can communicate with this community. Uh, we understand that they have fears of reporting crime. The chief says they're still trying to figure out what is behind the recent string of attacks. Police saying they're hoping... So in this scenario, we see that these are my kind of more like violent crimes, more like robberies and I would kind of muggings. We could also be a word we could use for that. But um, yeah. in other videos, I tried to kind of get ones that were good kind of collection of different attack videos, you know, just kind of showing the different attacks. But there was another video that went around that hopefully a bunch of people saw was where an, uh, an Asian, I think it was an elderly lady, but it could have been a man was being attacked right outside of a hotel. And the security guard of the hotel didn't do anything or intervene. He just stood there. Yep. Yep. So like, I think they shut the door. Yeah. Like even just kind of more so was like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this. And to me, again, it was like another one of these kind of scenarios where it's like when people decide to just take out their phones and record the situation instead of like trying to intervene or try to say something or stop or again, distract, pull the attention. Similar in this situation or that video with the guy, the guard, you know, completely like ignoring and not providing help to someone, which yeah. know if that's a, you know, breaking a crime or not, or negligence. Yeah, I'm not too that. sure about that. Yeah. I, you know, I think the first and foremost, you know, obviously we want to hope that there are no violent attacks and, you know, we always have to remind folks that you got to do what you're most comfortable with, right? Like if I was a, oh, of course. if I was five feet, a hundred <laughs> pounds, I wish, um, I, I wouldn't, I don't think it would be smart to put myself in a situation like that, but because of my size and stature, I feel more comfortable with that. So I think that's important. But yeah, I think, again, in those situations, it's just similar to what we talked about with the flight uh, violence. You just try to distract them, interject, say you're calling the police. You know, because I was looking at like this social media post and I'll see if I can find it so we can clip it into the notes about like, what are some things to do, right? They say like, you know, try to change, try to deflect, um, try to pretend you know them, try to ask that like assail it, like in, like bother them, um, try to get assistance and, and videotaping, right? Like they, they do suggest videotaping because it does provide documentation, but you know, that, that should be, at least in my opinion, should be in addition to, and that addition right. to is what? Well, like kind of like you are saying, even just asking questions or being involved, not having a videotape, just kind of being a bystander watching, being like, oh, damn, and, you know, yeah. like those kind of videos. Uh, but I do, I do completely agree, and I'm so glad that you said that because you lead me right into the next video. But 
a, you know, a hundred percent, if you're not, you know, do what is, don't put yourself in harm's way for no reason. Do it. We're not know. telling everyone to start becoming Batman, but Correct. you know, if you, yes. you want to be Batman, be Batman. And exactly. <laughs> and we want to be, <laughs> I'm Batman. If Sorry. You, no, you, you just trigger me every time I hear it. Um, but the thing is we can provide people or can have tools or, you know, things to help, you know, protect themselves and then also kind of even that playing field if again not saying go out there and be a batman but like for instance if you are one being mugged or one being attacked there are certain things that you can defend or again if you're in those one of those major scenarios um actually before we get into this topic last last kind of scenario i want to go over because this one's like this one was a crazy kind of thing i you know i'd be curious to kind of get your opinion on like how what would you've done again either being in the situation or outside the situation yeah uh, but we'll just do this one real quick. Tonight at 5 o'clock, witnesses call it a hate crime. Palestinian supporters allegedly attacking Jewish diners in Beverly Grove. Good evening. I'm Jeff Vaughn. And I'm Pat Harvey. And some are saying the fighting in the streets of Jerusalem and Gaza has now spilled over to our streets. CBS 2's Chris Holmstrom is live in Beverly Grove where that attack happened. Chris? Pat and Jeff, it is just awful what happened. A group of Jewish people were out here eating on this sidewalk when out of nowhere they were attacked, likely because they were Jewish. And as we just mentioned, it was all caught on camera, but I want to warn you, this video could be tough to watch. An outrageous hate crime caught on camera in Beverly Grove. You could see pro-Palestinian protesters drive by in a caravan. Then they stopped, hopped out of their vehicles, and chaos ensued. I spoke to one of the men who was attacked. He wanted to remain anonymous, but tells me he's Armenian and was eating with his Jewish friends. It was a hate crime. They was prepared. They came to... to so in that scenario it was like more of a mob attack so it was kind of you know a group of people attacking another group of people what would your what's your you know no wrong answer but what was what would your first initial reaction be in that scenario yeah you know i i think this kind of i want to say it hits a like a sensitive subject but and the reason i say is like you know i'm my family's was from jordan you know and and i know there's a lot of uh conflicting opinions as it relates to Israel and Palestine for, for this particular instance, like again, hate crime is not acceptable. Well, and that's kind of where I'm more so, and that's kind of why I preface this entire thing where I'm not trying to take any political sides on issues where again, I'm saying that violence is wrong in any forms, but more so looking at it of the combative situation. Right. Yeah. So like if you're in that mob situation, like for instance, like, you know, is it run or would you fight or fist to cuffs? You know? Yeah. You know, I think it's always going to depend on the situation, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like this one, like, and I know you're saying, um, because like this one, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? My family's (laughs) from the Middle East. Like, I'm just eating food, you asshole. (laughs) Like, I would just be shouting in their face. Like, what are you doing, you hooker? And he's like, did you just call me? (laughs) Exactly. You eat hummus, I eat hummus. It's all the goddamn same shit. Yeah. So yeah. in that instance, like, I mean, but that's a good, that could be a good one, yeah. diffuser though, you know, yeah. I mean, but again, that's yeah, not for me. I would think like, 
my kind of always reaction has been if it's, you know, if I am attacked, then I attack just cause like, yeah. I feel like in karate, that was always kind of the creed, right. You know, it's always just a self-defense art. Um, yeah. So like if they did come and like full on, you know, flip my table over, then I'd be like, well, okay. Again, I think you'd have to cross my barrier, right? Like, are you about to punch me? Like that's when I'll kind of go into the, you know, different mode or whatever, but <laughs> Yeah, I would say I think that's probably more accurate, right? Like my like in all honesty, my my default would be to make sure like my my family and friends are safe. Yeah. Especially like, if it's a mob, right? Like yeah. in a mob, you don't know what's gonna happen. So I exactly. think like in those particular instances, it's like just try to help as many people as possible. And you know, if at a certain point my life's in danger, I I'd hope I would be able to uh defend myself. Crack some skulls, bang some heads together. You know, you know. Hopefully, Go nothing full severe. Ducks on them. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Start <laughs> like you're on the ice and chill, chicken bitches. Uh, but but I, that's kind of good. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, I, and I and I appreciate you you emphasizing like we're not trying to take sides here, but I think especially well. Again, I think just from my personal experience, like this one's just so hard because you're just like, mm. this isn't impacting any of you. Like, yes, you all have oh yeah, um, some family members, but like you are in the States. Oh, there's a, you there, are here. There's other issues and this is just the outlet. Yeah. At least would be my kind of like... Go get high. Opinion. Just yeah. go get high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> go take some shrooms. Everything will be okay. Yeah, exactly. Go go do shrooms and go give them a hug. <laughs> exactly. But um, so another thing this kind of leads me to this, like, you know, the final part of this topic. Um, but one thing in this scenario, and again, why I kind of like have been talking about it a little bit more, but one thing that was I found out recently was kind of cool is that Massachusetts had had actually made it legal to now carry pepper spray before it was illegal to actually have it on you. I didn't know that, um, but I'm pretty sure in most states I would you know definitely say check your local laws and you know make sure that you're you know following the you know don't break laws here. But if you do have like this you know they're like maybe the size smaller than a pencil, kind of like about the size of like maybe a double A battery or bigger, um, but you can have little pepper spray you know, boom, whip it out of your pocket, you just spray it. But then like something like that would diffuse any kind of those situations, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it would also be, it might suck because you might, you know, get hit with it too, depending if you're in an enclosed space or whatever. But still, that's like a non-lethal, non-confrontational way. I mean, it is kind of confrontational, but not physically, you know, getting into an altercation. Yeah. You can diffuse the situation that yeah. way. And it's like a fairly cheap device. So one, highly recommend it. And I'm also trying to get, you know, if there's any sponsors out there, get a T-bone specific <laughs> army merch pepper spray. Try to get one for the pod. I do dope. not want there to be <laughs> T-bone army pepper spray. I feel so like that's cool. a January 6th weapon all over again. <laughs> hey, but at least that one, again, no one would die. Everyone would just have itchy eyes. I, and just be really I just shitty. don't want on the, on the TV to be zoomed in. What the fuck is T-bone <laughs> On the army? other side, it has the real talk logo. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, okay, but think about ABC, it though. I'm like, I'm not affiliated. <laughs> like tangent, but if everyone, or not everyone, but if a bunch of people did have pepper spray and they were at the front of those the crowds and they did spray pepper spray and stop people from going inside, wouldn't that yeah. have been a good thing? You mean if the officers had just sprayed them? No, like if, you know, people in the crowd had pepper spray, 
not like saying specifically their... our merch, but you know, maybe yeah. they were, you know, p- people who were you know part of the T-Bone army and they're like, this is breaking insides and not acceptable. And they just spray yeah. the pepper spray. Yeah. You yeah. Know? No, I, I certainly, again, that like, it's... you know, it's just like a deterrent or a de-escalation weapon that again, yeah. is not, you know, it's not lethal. It's really doesn't have any negative long-term effects. You know what I always have wanted to do? This is a tangent of a tangent. I've always yeah, wanted to good. like <laughs> taste pepper spray or like spread in food. Cause I like spicy things. So I'm just curious. I'm like, is it going to be spicy? What is this? I haven't been. And this is like, I feel like, again, I feel like you need to spray it just so you know, so you're prepared for when it actually does happen. Oh, but I don't like, think I'm ready. <laughs> I just like, well, I feel like the, whatever the reaction is also going to be the taste. And I feel like it's just like, I just feel like it's going to be just rotten. I don't know. That's my interpretation, but I have no idea. One of we these actually... days, T-Bone, we have to spray each other. We'll have the milk. We'll have the water. We'll have everything ready. I'll do it. We could do it for charity. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it live. I'll do a live stream. I'll try to get some. I feel like I feel like it. letting Gordo and Prof K spray each of us. <laughs> they would love it. Let let Gordo spray me. Let Prof K spray you. Prof K would love nothing more than to spray <laughs> me. We have a long That's why I said great. <laughs> <laughs> we have a long ongoing duel of he pied me once long long ago and what i yeah he pied me in front of the joe at this like event it was like more so for it was supposed to be pieing a sorority and i pied the sorority chick and he pied me which then made me yes. look like the total douche as well then also getting pied so i was like oh, this is not fun but then on our graduation i had someone get me a pie and i pied him what yes oh that is awesome yeah, like how do you take it i think he was just totally shocked but like my i think like I, i'm actually kind of curious so i'd love to bring this up with him when he can join us next time but i hope he's listening and hears me telling this story because i'm a obviously he is. It. um i just remember telling him i told you i'd get you back he's <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about yeah and then it was like bam pie in the face <laughs> so i was like yeah at least i got my revenge before we left college and then i feel like uh, the, i feel like the whole kind of prank war between us had died that day but yeah you know it's this pepper spray but it's thing. still simmering it's still simmering. yeah well that's what i'm saying i feel like he would jump at the opportunity to be able to uh, be the one to pepper spray me yeah oh that's too funny do you have any any other final clips for this um this is the last one that just kind of like gets into again another alternative if you know within your area following again following your local laws is another option would be to you know get yourself either a firearm but again this is also the more extreme of the self-defense options um but this kind of gets into more so the rise as we've seen over the last year of you know firearm sales and you know new gun owners and it's like i like the part where they kind of talk about new gun owners and things to know about that so we can dive into this and talk about again that kind of wrap it up with you know any other things we can think about kind of deterring stopping keeping you and your loved ones safe terrified of hysteria leading to looting or riots. Inland Empire reporter Rob McMillan spoke to gun shop owners and customers. It was another busy day at gun effects and cloud nine fishing in the city of industry as fears about the effects of the coronavirus continue to swirl. Normally we're a pretty busy store, but I think this made it like really, really crazy. Owner Dennis Lynn says gun sales are double what they would usually be right now. He says one reason is because his store is in an area with a big Asian population. 
population. Just people like discriminating, um, which really, I don't, I think people are kind of overreacting. Lynn says some customers are worried that because of their race, they'll face discrimination. Like what we saw in this video from a few days ago on a New York subway. Police investigating a suspected hate crime after someone sprayed air freshener at an Asian passenger. We're in America, you know what I mean? We're in America, we're not in China. I don't think you need to worry about that stuff. The owner says the surge started a couple of weeks ago, but has actually been going back down again lately. Lynn says some people buying now were already on the fence about whether to buy a gun anyway. I think this, this coronavirus was really like a tipping point for everybody. Uh, people that were on the on the edge about, hey, should I should I get a gun or should I not get a gun? You know what I mean? With people kind of panicking with this whole coronavirus outbreak, who knows what's going to happen. Adam Ariola was at the store to pick up a gun that was on a 10-day hold. Coronavirus is kind of like going around scaring a lot of people right now. Definitely people are on edge, so it's a little, you know, kind of like touchy of a subject for some people, but I try to at least, you know, do what I can to be prepared for myself. So I kind of like really likes what he says there at the end of taking kind of, you know, just the ownership of your, oop, you and your family and your loved one's safety. Um, again, definitely if you do own a firearm, practice with it, you know, do proper gun ownership, follow, you know, get yourself licensed, do all the proper things. There are insurances, which is also another great thing to get into. But um, past that, I know certain states allow people to carry like, I don't know if they give us another option, but knives or like nightsticks. But I think certain areas those are also legal. So, you know, don't go again, don't go full Batman unless you know it's it's within the local laws. Unless you're a billionaire. Batman. Or yeah, you're Elon <laughs> Musk and then you can pay for the lawyers to cover it. But uh, I'm also again, I think, you know, just to kind of wrap it up, I'm more upset that there aren't any Batmans. Like I feel like there are some people who could do some real justice and you know, just wasting their money not doing it. You know, we could really just Sellouts. tax it, build infrastructure, build affordable housing, expand educational opportunities, and hopefully that would reduce much of the violence. I mean, you know, I said we wouldn't talk about it, but, you know, not give $10 billion to a failed company. <laughs> agreed. Hey, agreed. <laughs> exactly. Do we have one that's going to work and take us to the moon? Let's stick with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, just at the end of the day. Take kids. Just take a deep breath, mm. relax, and be mindful of your surroundings. Yeah, exactly. Be prepared and be aware. And then, and another thing that, like, uh, you know, final part, I swear, but watching these videos and just watching other situations like was a part of the training that they, you know, recommended when I went through my CCW class, because the uh -huh. more you see these situations and you're kind of think about it, the better you might be able to deal with it when it actually happens. Right. Because we can like process these scenarios in our brains. So yeah. be vigilant, be responsible, yeah. be safe. Plus some of the videos are cool when you see like the random, like, have you seen the one where the schoolgirl like totally kicks the crap out of the dude in the elevator? Cause she knows karate no that I'll sounds this awesome to you. yeah like this like creeper dude tries to you know like i think kidnap her or something and it was like she was God. like not today and was like not today motherfucker karate kid and was like yeah boom whoops the shit out of the dude like it's wild i'll if i could yeah i'll find it again put it in the show notes for everyone but like seeing those scenarios you're like just go full at it like swing your arms with full strength like and then yeah. you know in those kind of scenarios it's like fight 
Yeah, fight, flight, or uh, freeze. I get it. Or what is it? Oh. Fight, flight. Oh, what a tease. Fight or flight. I think it's the only two options. Oh, it's like fight. Like, what's the. There's like an. It's like fight, hide, or distract. Like, there's something regarding like um, sort of how to handle uh, those sort of instances. Run, hide, fight. There we go. There we go. Yep, that's Wichita's run, hide, training fight. video. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it. that's what it is. Run, hide, fight. Yeah. All right. So segue into this. Should that be, uh, be our title? <laughs> run, hide, fight. Done. <laughs> so you know, I want to I, I want to take us a little further out there. Um, speaking of self-defense, speaking of, you know, mm-hmm. protecting yourselves and your loved ones, Hell I'm yeah. a big fan of Avatar. Um, I think we got a little intro to it. But uh, which which Avatar, just to make sure everyone knows, you know, we're not talking about like the aliens. Oh, so this is Avatar, the last airbender on Nickelodeon back in the early 2000s. Yeah, that good, good. All right, here we go. Water. ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed and my brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I Aang can save the world but he can save the world <laughs> awesome so you know i i i'm a big fan of the cartoon it's now streaming on netflix both the uh ang season and mm. the core season uh, mm. both really good they're now launching launching their own like avatar studio with some more co- uh hopeful cartoons to come um, and hopefully a, a new action. live action that's yeah. better than the uh m night Shyamala. Garbage. Yeah, you know. <laughs> regardless, uh, <laughs> uh, where is it? I don't think I have it. I think it might be too late. Nope. You're about to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> Warning: that movie was trash. All right, continue. Save your time. Don't watch the movie. Watch both seasons of the cartoon. Um, so you know, I'm always curious, and, and I've I've asked some of my friends too, you know, because. I think we all sort of grew up with the show on Nickelodeon. If you had to, if you had to guess yourself as a nation, whether it be a water nation, fire, air, or earth, um, what would you be? So I, I think it might be fun. Maybe you and I can guess each other's, and maybe we try to guess Gordo's and Prof K's. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, T Bone. Do you want to? I'll, I'll go first. I think you're fire. Oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> lightning, bro. You get lightning as well. Bam. Like, come on. Uh, uh. And it's all fueled yep. by like just pure, like just rage. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> and very energetic and very. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. What do you think about me? So my initial like first gut reaction was water or earth. Uh-huh. And I just I feel like water more so is your vibe because you're just yeah. more 
just again, from the first song you said was on your playlist, I feel like that's calm tranquility. Like that's the, you know, waterbender way would be my guess. Oh, I, pr- I appreciate you saying that. I totally agree with you. My argument was for me being waters because I am an emotional person. <laughs> and the water benders are their their bowers stems from their emotions. And I'm like, yeah, spot on. Um I what what do you think would be either Prof K or Gordo? I mean, I don't want to just be like we complete the all four, but I feel like Prof K would be air and Gordo would be earth. Ooh, okay. Why, why, why would you think that? Just cause I mean like Gordo's like the rock, you know, like he's the dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, which is sad. We're not going to get our dad jokes this week, but <laughs> or I guess we could do one. I don't know if I have one ready or not. What is, what's the pirate favorite, favorite word letter? What? R. <laughs> there you go. That's your dad. That's I your heard- I heard pie and I was like, oh. 3.14159. <laughs> I was like, those are all numbers. <laughs> Both of those are great dad jokes. So uh, there you go. We gave you two this week. Uh, I love that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to actually say, I think, I think it's a, that air would be a good one for Prof K, but I also thought it was going to be earth bending with the ability to bend metal. And then uh, Prof K would be Gordo, actually. Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, it's more of like a technical. Um, it takes practice, and I, he's just scholarly as he is. Um, and then Gordo absolutely would be uh, a, a, a gra- uh, earth bender in all in all aspects. Yeah, hundred percent. So, just a fun yeah. little. Uh, quiz to see where you think you rank. I feel like we clearly we know each other fairly well. <laughs> um, so definitely ask your friends and see see if they give you the same answer and and see if they give you different answers. It's definitely interesting to see what what people's thoughts are if they've watched the show. I was gonna say I'm also kind of curious to see you know if all of us have seen the show or if it's like three out of the four or two out of the four. Let's be, be real. Curious. If we had to guess, Gordo hasn't watched it. Yeah, no, for being he honest. was too yeah. cool. He was like, I played sports. I didn't yeah. have time for this. What is this cartoons <laughs> bullshit? I was watching the Cowboys uh, not win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's what you get when you're not on. <laughs> yeah. Suck it. Awesome. So I think one of the shows that we had on our to, to do was uh, Mayor of Easttown, and they just wrapped up the series. It's a mini series on HBO and HBO Max. Um, lo- season finale dropped last night. I think we've got a little spoof we want to share with the folks. Yes, here we go. In a small town, somewhere between New York and D.C. County sent me to oversee this investigation. Comes another story of a grizzled lady detective. You call me Care. Everybody else does. Stalker found the body over there. What do we know so far? I don't know. We know. All I know is what we don't know. With a very specific accent. Oh, no. I know her. It's Owen's dirter. Dirter? Did I stir? The daughter's been murdered. Oh, daughter. You've seen dead teens in New York, Chicago, and Boston. But what about another city with very specific whites? <laughs> Would you guys quit eating Wawa Hokies over the body, please? 
From the makers of Mayor of East Town and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia comes. <laughs> my daughter. She's murdered. They murdered my daughter. I'm afraid to say. <laughs> my daughter had a baby daughter and they murdered her. Pennsylvania crime show. I got you the yin and a cheesesteak to take the edge off. Oh, thanks, care. Highly accurate, says the Dilco Daily. The writers clearly Googled. They were the foods and. He's the steam down in Downington. Del Roysford past Hokesson. That's Concha Hawkins? No, past Hokesson over by the Jagoff Bridge. Great. And you guys can spell all that for me later? Starring an actress with a messy ponytail that says, forget I'm actually British. Monday night, how did she get home? I told you, she got home on her own. Show me your family. Fine, but I didn't murder no one's daughter. I got no idea she ended up in the wooter. What wooter? The New York Times says, so authentically Pennsylvania, I'm assuming. Absolutely everyone. <laughs> 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 Because your pop was a cop, and your pop pop was a cop, and your pop pop's pop pop was the original Philly fanatic. But it's not your fault your son drowned in the Schuylkill on purpose. How does he know all that? Because he's my cousin, and he's my cousin. <laughs> and it's my cousins. And uh, that girl. Hey, Gare. Let me guess, your cousin? Maybe it's my granddaughter. Granddaughter? How old are you? I'm a Philly 40. Constantly overcast, <laughs> creak in three bad moments, and moments of true suspense. Is that the killer? Oh no, that's just Gritty. Hey Gritty! Get flyers! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna murder whoever murdered my daughter. No one, no one, I don't know who did your daughter's murder, all right? Might I be of some help? I'm Father Dover. Your daughter and I were friends. Oh, okay. So he did it. He yeah. is the dirter. Dirter. Murder dirter. This is where Joe Biden's from. Wow. <laughs> oh I'm glad God. I got to watch that with you for the first time. Oh, uh, yes. I'm that ending. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to be it. fair i honestly hadn't started watching mayor of east town until after this spoof oh, really? um so like i didn't really get all the jokes like i knew what it was referencing but i didn't get it now watching it again after i've seen the entire series i'm like oh this is way funnier well yeah because there's sometimes where i'm just like what the f what she just say honestly when they were saying dirter i was like what the fuck is a dirter yeah, I was like, whoa. I had to like, yeah, I had to put subtitles on at certain points just to understand the, but the to make sure I didn't hear things the other way or wrong ways. Cause I was like, oh my God, like what? It's weird. To be clear, this is a spoof, not Yeah, no, an this actual, is not the actual <laughs> show. But I highly recommend the show. So T-Bone, what's your well, what's your take on um, Mayor of East Town? Well, my understanding, I'm pretty sure this is just a mini series one and done kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was like a fantastic story with like a good twist that incorporated that kind of like love for, you know, that whole true crime kind of stuff um, into like, you know, kind of like drama that addressed a lot of kind of real issues that I feel like probably hit home for a lot of people. Um, spoiler alert, we're just going to talk about the end because that's literally what just happened. Season finale came out <laughs> yesterday. It's your it's yeah. your guys' faults. Deal with it. But the, yeah, literally the like 
the way that the whole thing unfolded, it was very interesting, but you completely related and understood as to why each person to an extent did what everything that they did as far as from like, you know, even though it was highly inappropriate and I do not condone or support, you know, any of this, but like the guy explaining that it wasn't just a sexual relationship, but he actually like, you know, they confided in each other. And like, that's why the whole thing kind of started. And then like, you know, then like them not saying anything about the son being the murderer because they wanted to protect him. And then to give context, the, the guy that you're saying was in the relationship was her uncle. (laughs) Correct. Yes. Yes. And that was also very hard to follow too. For a certain point, I had to like Google a few of like their names to make sure I understood the relationships because I was like, wait, what? Who in the what? Yeah. And then yeah, the twist in the beginning, also finding out that it was the other uncle and not the uncle you thought it was. Which yep. I know if anyone's listening to this and hasn't seen the show, has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. All I know but... is a, mur- a, do- a dirter has been murdered. <laughs> yeah, a dirter was murdered, <laughs> and. It ended up the murderer ended up being her cousin, mm-hmm. uh, which was thirteen a thirteen year old boy. Yeah, which then is wild to see him in his scenario, like at that kind of juvenile facility. Um, but it was like interesting, like you know, again through the whole thing, just her dealing with her own issues and not addressing them, and then also going to seek help to address them, which I thought was a very good message. I do yeah. love how they like kind of made fun of her vaping thing because it was a very prominent thing that she was like, "I will only do this if I can support vaping." Because like, <laughs> the specific shots was just her, and she's like, just takes a fat drag, and you're just like, okay. But so, you know, whatever. But um. So I like that part of it as far as, again, bringing out those kind of issues to the table and like showing how like a healthy way to deal with them. And then also kind of addressing real things that are going on, like the opiate crisis and people addicted to drugs and like, you know, kind of these things that happen to them. Um, But for me, the one that really hit home was the ending of with the priest going back up there to give the sermon and the sermon Mm. about, you know, giving love and, you know, reaching back out to those who like themselves or you don't think that they deserve it and like again kind of the message being that our job is to love and not judge you know um which again kind of like for me after kind of thinking of the topic that i wanted to talk about for this episode was kind of a nice way that i thought about was also another way to kind of help deal with situations like that is to show kind of compassion and kindness it could be a deterrent as well but at the end, how she reached out to her friend, even though her friend were still kind of refused up to the point where like, she actually really like needed someone else. She couldn't just be the one. Right. Yeah. So I kind of felt bad. So I, I got my roommate and his uh, girlfriend to watch it and they binged it. And I got my sister (laughs) and brother-in-law to binge it all in one night. And, you know, I'd mentioned to both of them, like, I was, man, I, I kind of felt bad for Lori. This was Mare's friend, the wife to um, Josh, which was the lover of Aaron, who was yeah. the girl that was murdered, and she the mom totally of the Billy, stick, yeah, or yeah. Nick, or whatever. Um, I just sort of was like, man. The murderer. She just, yeah, she just got, she got just everything just... Oh yeah, you know, and take my illegitimate child, please. Thanks. Yeah, 
Uh, when she was like, do you want to meet your brother? I was like, oh, fuck. Rough. Just stab it in the, the oh, God. But not the baby. Like I want to be very clear. Though. I'm not saying kill the baby. <laughs> That's not what I'm meaning, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but again, she's like, you know, she's, I would say that's definitely more the saintly thing to do, to do the right thing and care for an innocent child that has yeah. nothing really to do with the scenario. But still, yeah. I was convinced, so you know, in, in like mid-season, uh, the the girl Aaron's friend and her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, who in the beginning we all thought was the dad, had broken into her place and mm-hmm. burned down or burned all of her journals, mm-hmm. and I thought that was going to lead to something far more uh, mischievous or or uh, more concerning. But I feel like that didn't really go anywhere. So, and that was kind of, I feel like was an interesting part of the show for me as well. Was that like when he showed up at the end and gave all the money to the mom and, Mm. you know, she's like, you didn't have to do this. And he's like, I know, like for me, it was kind of like, I felt like I kind of took a kick in the stomach because it was like, I thought he was the murderer. You know, mm-hmm. like I totally thought it was all him because again, like you said, the suspicious stuff and him like trying to hunt the girl down from going and telling the police that they had like, but like, like you said, it's like why he was overreacting that hard over like the journals. I don't know what he had thought was in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But still at the end, him doing that like good act, I was like, oh, I'm kind of, I was kind of wrong about you. And, yeah. Redemption, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I don't know if you remember Tim Scott's response to Joe Biden's address, but he speaks about redemption. And I, and I do think that's an important aspect to, to think about in society. And, and I think you can think at a micro level and a macro level, like we need to allow for folks to be able to redeem themselves. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's going to be some scenarios and situations that are going to be very difficult, almost impossible to allow. But, you know, by the the grace of whatever, um, we hopefully can can give folks that opportunity to redeem themselves. But yeah, I, I, when at the very end, when she goes into the attic where her son had committed suicide, I was just like, oof. Yeah. Like the, the ending was just like, oh God, just punch me in the gut. Like when her mom was like, I finally forgave myself. Um, and just start breaking down. I just, uh, it, it, yeah, good it show, a- uh, good show, worth a watch. Again, it's not, I feel gonna, like it's it, not gonna it, be a waste of time. No, and it definitely like brings up a lot of different, you know, issues and stuff that maybe people are dealing with today that just kind of get you to think about it, you know? Yeah. And if that's anything, it does. I feel like, again, that's kind of the point of our show, right? So yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if we have been rating the shows. Or we've just been rating the movies. I think we've just been using. I think Prof K is uh, really developing a, a show uh, rating system, Ooh, but so we have a more proprietary system. Exactly, exactly. But if you had to, if you had to rate it, would you give it uh, the boy stamp of approval or or no? Yeah, easily a stamp of approval. Like you said, definitely worth the watch. I would definitely give it over a nine, 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 one for sure. So like you know, I like like I think I you know I texted you originally when I first started watching it. I was just like, 
what is this garbage? This is so boring. <laughs> like, I so don't care about all these people's cousins and dirters and this ex-husband. And the weirder. Yeah. And then there's a murder. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, dang, yeah. you got me. <laughs> you got me. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I definitely agree. Worth a watch. Worth a, worth the time. Worth the effort. I think, if anything, we've probably confused folks more than given any more spoilers. So definitely oh, yeah. check it out. <laughs> and let us know what you think or watch it and then come back and listen to this part so to, uh t-bone i think the next uh item we wanted to talk about was something we sort of put on the agenda and we're holding off but talking about army of the dead the new Zack snyder movie on netflix you want to go and roll the trailer T-Bone, what, what are your thoughts? I hated it. Oh, what? <laughs> I, I, hated I knew it. that was coming, but I, I'm still upset. <laughs> I know. I feel like I might have teased you on that one, or, you know, previous to this. But yeah, I did not like it. I even kind of gave it a thought again and thought about it again. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I like aspects of it, but the overall story, I hated it. Okay, break it down for me. What, so what didn't you the, like? You what know, did the, you like? Yeah, for using the patent pending system, the story for me was like a one, two, two. There's some substance, but like total garbage. No, uh, all right, three. Just because I did like the whole zombies being intelligent or even them creating this life undead Yeah, bio. this community. Yeah. Well, even the baby thing. Because yeah. it was like had like the super blue energy of their eyes in it and stuff or whatever craziness was going on. But like, yeah, it was very interesting to see. And again, if, you know, if I was in that scenario, that's what my plan would have been to just nuke the place, glass all those zombies, keep, you know, save the rest of the world. They're all zombies anyways. What's the point, right? Yeah. Um, but the whole, the whole like him and his daughter and her going off and doing her whole sub sub side mission thing made that's what upset me about it it should have just been focused on the heist and been more of a heist mm-hmm. movie and i yeah. feel like we got the tease of a heist without actually getting the heist movie really i thought we got a heist movie yeah i okay so you outlined the story give me give me your okay. other um, other ratings the visuals are super cool though so i would definitely give that like a seven and then okay. nothing about the audio really surprised me i guess so five so if i average that like a probably six seven no six i'm gonna say six five because i'm adding chaos magic yeah baby 
Actually, no. Uh, Chaos Magic brings it down to a five five because that's how I truly feel about it. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Chaos Magic. The, it just hammered in. it. Uh, okay, so I'm totally disagreeing with you on all of it. I <laughs> love the story. I love that it's a heist movie meets a zombie movie meets like a father son father daughter reunion. It just like was like all the feels the entire time. Um, as it relates to like, just I'm a big zombie fan. Like I like Dawn of the Dead, which Zack Snyder also uh, directed, and I, I like you know Walking Dead. I don't know what it is about zombies. I just love it. I just felt like big picture. This is probably one of the more accurate zombie pictures to ever be made. Like I truly think like if there was a zombie to be released right like it would be contained in a community like like how they did you know they were using all the the freight and all of the uh containers to block to cr- essentially create a wall a uh, barricade in the the city of las vegas and i sort of was like i think that would make the most sense i don't necessarily think it would mm. spread like in all the other movies we've seen before that's just me Obviously, we lived in a, a global pandemic, so I could be, clearly I might be wrong about this. Yeah, uh, I mean, but, if the if the spread is via like the bite in that, then it's you know it's there's very like you said you could contain it to an extent if it was yeah. more so than like an air pathogen. So yeah, I, I could see that again. Like I thought that was genius too, as far as using the whatever the shipping the containers, containers as a yeah wall. yeah. Yeah, I, all I've learned is those shipping containers can really be d- used to do a lot of things. Ship things, anything. build houses, create Ooh. walls. Honestly, I think one of these days we're going to see them on the road. Um, but I really, really enjoyed the story. So if I had to give it a s- overall story, I would say an eight. Um, the only thing I would say, like where I, I fell, fell, um, is like all heist movies. We always know there's going to be a twist. Um, so the twist was, was expected. I, so we all knew that, um, as it relates to quality, you know, I, again, I'm going to say eight and I know either we were talking about this offline or just when we started, but like there is one error in this movie that actually does stick out (laughs) if you go back there's a part where they're fighting the zombies in the casino and i don't know if if a lot of people notice it there's like a scene where a zombie's face like breaks off and you see that it's a robot like it's pretty abundantly clear i'm like come on like that was the one time that i'm like because like i don't pick up on those things so the fact that i noticed it i was a little disappointed but (laughs) again overall quality i'd say seven five uh but overall overall i'd say with some chaos magic Mm -hmm. eight two Mm. interesting t-bone we just differ we just yeah i feel like our movie tastes like i feel like our show tastes align very very like on the same same but then the different comes to the movies yeah (laughs) (laughs) like yeah i don't know it's like i love the safe cracker like he was by far my favorite like my yes that that was like my favorite part of the movie Yes. Um, okay. The worst part of the movie and, and more worse because it got me was like when the elevator opens and the zombies come in and it snaps um, the main character's love interest yeah. neck. You're just like, I did not see that coming. 
Yeah, like, was, I, yeah I, was, <laughs> I agree with you on that. I didn't think that they would do that right there. Oh, yeah. It was just like, oof. Um, okay. One thing I want to ask you, do you think the baby is dead? Like, so in the movie, you know, the head zombie and like the head zombie woman are, have a baby and like he takes the baby out of her because they sever her head. Is the baby alive? Like, I didn't understand. I was like, well, is it dead? But like, if it's dead, wouldn't it be alive? Well, I think like you when if I remember right, he's holding it and then the light disappears, which yeah. I think showed that it died or whatever. Yeah. So then I think he then like kind of more so freaked out and wanted all of them to go kill them. Um, yeah. But that would be my guess. Um, and obviously, there's yeah. there it, it depends on like how and neither of us neither of us are doctors, but like <laughs> in the, in the pregnancy, like you know how far along was the baby? Like did, yeah. was the baby's fully developed? Like I I don't know. I just was like like when I saw it, I was like, well, shouldn't the baby come back to life? Like if it died, wouldn't it then become a zombie, or could yeah. he just give him a little nibble and then bring it him just back? Be like immortal? Like how does this work? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was the one thing that I was like I don't know about that, but yeah, I I definitely recommend it. Would you would you recommend it to people to watch? Mm. I wouldn't say you have to see it. Damn. I'd say like if Damn. you want to, sure, but okay. I wouldn't be like it's like a yeah, you need to watch it. Oh gosh, I'm gonna disagree. This is a must watch. <laughs> I mean, it's you know it's cool because it's a new movie, and again, like it has some good. There's some really cool animations and like it's got some good stuff, but also I'm just gonna say we missed the most important thing: huh. the zombie tiger, coolest, oh, coolest yeah, that was character. Cool. That was by yeah, far. The, the tiger was pretty badass. Um, I also like the ending to it too. How the dude survived in the vaults under the you know was able to survive, even though when he came out of there he would have easily died from radiation poisoning. But, That's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Unless they didn't drop a nuke, well, no, they pretty much they said I'm pretty sure they said they'd use a nuke. But if they just yeah. dropped like a tungsten rod, have you heard about that? Mm-mm. So they're called like the rods of God, and they're like basically up and they have a satellite that orbits the Earth that holds like these like I don't know ten foot tungsten like so just pure metal rods, and uh-huh. then they just drop them from space, and it's basically like a little mini meteorite like hitting a city. Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, we, we have that supposedly yeah I'm holy sure. shit i'm pretty sure that's like a real thing that's terrifying yeah i don't, I don't think it was that in the movie I, I definitely think it was like a a low-grade nuke yeah here we go the u.s air force rods from god kinetic weapon hit program so it's like a t- it, oh it's even longer it's like a 20 foot it's like a telephone pole size object it's just pure metal that they just dropped to earth but because it's like you know because of the gravity and stuff, it just like, bam, it's like a little meteorite. Have we ever used, okay, this is this is a rabbit hole for Conspiracy <laughs> Corner on another day. So it take is. away, mixed opinions. Well, I think Watch the whole it. thing behind it is because it's like a nuclear weapon without the fallout. So like my whole point of bringing it up was that if they use something like that, then he could have came out of there and not died from the radiation poisoning but he also was a zombie so that makes sense why he didn't die because he was already dead spoiler (laughs) Uh, so i think the the next movie we're going to be talking about next week is cruella 
which yes. just dropped on Disney Plus this last Friday. So we'll be giving it a watch and we'll we'll see where it goes. Any any TV shows from now until Loki drops in the next couple weeks? I know. I was trying to think of something now that I like that one because it's like how far is Loki away now? I think like two weeks. So I, I'll I have a show that I've already finished mm. and I would love for you to watch. I think again. Our show taste will be similar. Modoc on Hulu. Okay, I have like I heard about that. It's like a cartoon, right? Yeah, it's a cartoon cartoon comedy, basically mocking Modoc, who's a villain in uh, the Marvel universe, and it's pretty good. I've I've already watched it several times, nice. uh, and definitely definitely worth a watch. So I think that could be a fun thing to watch from now until uh, uh, when Loki drops, which I think Loki drops June 11th. Is that right? Uh, I think I said the 9th. June 9th. Which I think is not this Friday, but the next... Oh, no, maybe you're right. Maybe it is the 11th. Or I don't know. What did it just say here? June 9th. You were right. So we're about about two weeks out, so... Let's say we'll we'll watch uh, uh, Modoc uh, for this week. I feel like you you can binge all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll definitely check that out. I feel like if it's like you know, I'm assuming they're not like thirty, 30 minute episodes. No, they're like twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, easy peasy. Um, I would say I have started watching this, The Bad Batch. It's not too bad. I don't know if you ever Is watched it. Is it good? Okay. Wars. Yeah, I'll have to go back. I started it, but like fell asleep. But I'll have to give it another go. Do you ever actually watch the old Clone Wars series? Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. good. Right. Oh, man, I loved it. Okay, but wasn't there like a a Clone Wars series that was a cartoon before it yeah. went into 3D animation? They haven't yeah. released that on Disney+, Plus, have they? No. I know exactly what you're talking about because I had like this whole like Mandela effect moment where I was like, no, there was a different one. Yeah. And it's like you can watch certain like parts of it on YouTube, but yeah, like the Clone Wars. Ah. With like these guys. Yeah. Yeah. This one was a cool one too to watch as well. Uh, I yeah, I like that cartoon. Hopefully, hopefully it's something they drop on Disney Plus soon. Oh, it's because uh, it's owned by Cartoon Network. Is it really? Yeah, Network's Cartoon Network. But like, wasn't the Clone Wars the 3D one also on Cartoon Network? Like, since they own the rights of Star Wars, shouldn't they be able to? Oh, here you go. What? Um, when does it come out? Yeah, I don't care. You can tell me everything you want to tell me about this, but. On April 2nd. On April 2nd. So oh, we'll so have to take a look. It should be on there already. So uh, hmm. I got something to get do before I go to bed. <laughs> that one is so cool. Especially like the final of like this one where Yoda like pretty much wrecks an entire army. Yeah. Oh, so badass. All right. Okay. So Modoc and Bad Batch are, are shows that we're going to be watching from now until Loki. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, I liked how you said you did or did not start Bad Batch. Uh, I've watched one episode, but I fell asleep, but I'll, I'll watch it again. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'd be curious to see what you think about it. Uh, like I said, I think I've only watched one episode as well, so mm-hmm. 
we'll kind of go from there. But yeah, let's try to we'll try to fill the time until Loki. It's, cool. Yeah, so Cruella, Modoc, and the Bad Batch. Let's do it. All right. Disney Plus, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know it's a subscription fee, so you only pay it once a month. Uh, yeah. All right, T Bone. What's what's in the what's on the docket for some conspiracy corner? Uh, let's see if we have the. All right. Have you heard the conspiracy theory about how John Wilkes Booth actually did not die in the barn and he actually escaped and made it to some Southern and Western States. Remind me who John Wilkes Booth is. He's the guy that murdered Lincoln. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I had actually never heard this before. I always thought that like, yeah, he got like, you know, he murdered Lincoln and then he ran away. Then he got caught in the barn and then he like killed himself. Okay. I think was how it worked or he got shot. I don't know, whatever, but he supposedly he got shot and died in a barn. Um, But this uh, it's another history channel because, you know, we love the history channel. Um, They break down and bring some interesting facts. And I want to kind of like talk about a certain few key points that I feel like could really settle this debate. Um, Let's do it. Let's get into it. This notion that John Wilkes Booth survived is one that fuels a lot of myths about the time period. In a way, it perpetuates a version of the lost cause because if he did live on and if he did survive and he was not um, killed, that's part of the Confederate lost cause, this this notion that um, the South will rise again. That the Confederacy had a win. And so all of this is sort of out there and stirring the pot of whether or not John Wilkes Booth got away with it or getting to Texas or Oklahoma or any of the other places that people believe that he was. The notion that someone would show up in a small southern town or enclave where there was great, great Confederate sympathy and claim to be John Wilkes Booth makes sense because that person would have the support, would seem like a movie star of sort. Some of the girls would line up, maybe sneak out their houses to see him getting away with wooing girls and leaving town with babies behind. But before John Wilkes Booth could live to woo young ladies and father children, he would first have to elude the Union manhunt. People have been discussing and arguing whether it was really Booth killed in the Garrett barn or not for a hundred years. And that will not change until we have a definitive answer. And the only thing that can be definitive is DNA testing. You could possibly test the vertebrae uh, from the autopsy of John Wilkes Booth. You possibly could. I could just get a little small sample of that and compare it to a direct descendant from the Booth family. I think they could discover whether that's really Booth or not. DNA testing the remains from Booth's autopsy aboard the Montauk would settle the issue. But the three vertebrae and section of spinal column kept at the National Museum of Health and Medicine have never been tested because they are deemed too valuable. They're historical artifacts, so they're valuable to American history. So your decision is, do we preserve the bones at the expense of the genome, or would we want to take the genome out at the expense of the bones? 
Dr. Robert Arnold, who has experience identifying dead bodies, suggests that another key to solving the mystery might lie in a Baltimore cemetery. I would like for him to exhume John Wilkes Booth, examine the body and use uh, what's known as teleradiology, where they x-ray the skull in the same plane as a picture and match it. That's a very good way of identification. But there's another problem. The exact location of John Wilkes Booth's grave is also a mystery. Where John Wilkes Booth was buried in Greenmount Cemetery was an issue from the very beginning. John Wilkes Booth's body, or the body of the man said to be Booth, was released by the government to the family in 1869, according to the documentary record. The body was brought to Greenmount on February 18, 1869, and interred in February or March of that year. For several months, it was stored in the undertaker's own family crypt. It wasn't until June 13, 1869, that Marion Booth actually purchased the lot in Greenmount Cemetery. Just 13 days later, on June 26, 1869, there was indeed the burial of John Wilkes Booth's body in the Booth plot somewhere. Somewhere, but where exactly? In 1995, Frank Gorman represented Greenmount Cemetery in a case brought by Booth family members to exhume Booth's body and determine if it's really their infamous relative buried there. After four days of trial, the judge decided that there, the evidence was not convincing that John Wilkes Booth had escaped or right. that he wasn't buried here. And because it wasn't convincing, it wasn't compelling, he turned down the petition, said you can't, right. can't take him up. I read and that's garbage in my opinion, but this, I have a lot of feelings when I heard and saw this video, but I'm curious to see what your opinions are of it. You know, it's kind of like, as I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, they, we really never learned the history of him, right? Like, yeah. you know, we, we, you know, we hear about like the grassy knoll with JFK, mm -hmm. with Bobby Kennedy, like you hear about all of those um, assassins and, and things of that nature. But yeah, John Wilkes Booth, it's sort of like, it just sort of goes like, this is the guy who killed Lincoln. <laughs> and yeah. that's it really. It's like, and then we move on. Um, exactly. Yeah. That, that's definitely interesting. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't thought too much about it. You know, if that is the case, that would be unfortunate. You know, I hope the guy that assassinated one of our uh, presidents and, you know, at that one of our greatest presidents would have been caught and put to death. But, you know, who knows? What do you think? Well, like for me, what upsets me is that they're like, yeah, no, we have the bones, but they're just too precious to even take a wee bit just to do a test. And I'm like... What's more precious than finding out if it was really him or not? Because then if it's yeah. not him, these bones are useless. Yeah, well, and that's what, that's what I was thinking too. Like, I get like, you know, they, they could argue, well, they could be damaged, but it's like, couldn't we make a mold and say like, this is a molding from his spine? Like, because like what, what historical record does that give us, right? Like, it's not a historical yeah. document. So I yeah. feel like they could just make the mold and say like, this is a mold of his spinal column from his original spine. 
Yeah. It's like, yeah. Why do you need the original so bad? And again, you don't need the whole thing to get a sample. Like, yeah, just take a little bit. So that's what are they hiding? T-bone? What exactly? That's see. And it's like, so that's kind of the ending theme here is like the distrust for government because I also got into the last narc, which I'd highly recommend. And that just gets into the whole, like, I haven't finished it. I'm right at the end where they're kind of filling in why the, how the CIA was involved with the murder of a DEA agent. But wild shit but yeah. like hearing this like kind of the theme like i kind of asked you know gordo last time is he wanted to hear other stuff that was kind of like jfk and like those other kind of american conspiracy theories and like you kind of said i just hadn't heard this one either it was always like yeah john wilkes booth he died after he killed lincoln like you know he killed lincoln jumped down said those you know six semper tyrannis and then ran away and then got yeah hurt, right so like it's interesting that this has been a theory for so long and like, again, probably people don't really care, but if people don't care, then just give us the bones and we can settle this. Like, why is it yeah. all sketchy? You know what I'm saying? And even if for the family to want to do this and them to deny the family, if it was the family not wanting it to be done, that would kind of make more sense, but it's reversed. So again, I'm just like, yeah, what are you hiding? Like, did he, why like, do we not I mean, know? And it's like, yes, you're right. Like it'd be like a national embarrassment if it was that like, yeah, the guy who murdered Lincoln ended up living 40 more years, just chilling. And then like, you know, just died of old age where it's again, it's like, it's like the same thing where, you know, my conspiracy theory that I conscribed to with JFK was that the secret service accidentally shot him and killed him after he was shot by uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. So it's like, both of those are just huge embarrassments for the countries to admit, you know, that kind of stuff. But at the same time, yeah. like it's been so long, the truth, you know, the truth is better in my opinion. Yeah. But. No, agreed. You know, the one thing I, I was thinking too about is like, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been since I watched Zoolander, but like in mm-hmm. Zoolander, don't they talk about how John Wilkes Booth is a hand model or something? Yeah. And he was like <laughs> programmed. Yeah. <laughs> uh Another one I keep teasing that we need to get into is the MK Ultra CIA mind control stuff. Oh God! Well, that's Uh, just like the whole sleeper agent thing that you're talking about with like the hand models and all of a sudden turning into like you know. Well, like yeah, the whole thing they do the Zoolander, like all of that is like kind of making fun of the whole like basically for MK Ultra. I'll just give you a little quick synopsis and then we can get really into it. But they just gave people LSD and then like put like videos like that in front of them and just like program their mind to basically be like. If they said, you know, kind of Winter Soldier, they'd be like, red truck, fire engine, 67, go. And then all of a sudden the person would like turn into a ninja. Yeah. Supposedly. God. I don't know if it actually ever worked, but. Supposedly, <laughs> please do that to me so I stop eating candy. <laughs> Just fire truck. Yeah. <laughs> program me to hate, program me to love cauliflower and hate ice cream. You know, I will say, and this, I don't know if this helped make the cauliflower like healthier or not, but. Uh, at this restaurant I went to, they took this like fat from this like super good meat and like they were rubbing it on the meat and the grill to like grease it. But then they also like did it on the cauliflower. I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Honestly, if you roast cauliflower right and season it just right, I, and by that I mean just a lot of garlic, it's yeah. good. <laughs> no, it can be fire. It's just if you roast them up, get them all crispy. There you go. That's your food tip for the week. <laughs> Always add garlic. <laughs> all right, T-Bone, what, what else is on our dock before we, we head out? Um, I think that's all I got for this week. You know, definitely kind of munch on that one. 
if anyone knows anything about John Wilkes Booth or any of that stuff, I'd definitely be kind of curious yeah. to learn a little bit more about it. If you're part of his family tree, offer your DNA. Yeah, straight up. Well, see, I feel like that's not the hard part. The hard part is getting the original. So, like, if he did die and this is a bone from that autopsy, prove it. Like, we should, mm-hmm. I wonder if we can file like a FOIA for the bone. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know, it's been like a hundred right. years. It's like, hey, that DNA information is ours. We we we're, put, we're gonna be putting in the FOIA request and and, and stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. All right, T Bone, what do you want to play us out with? Um honestly, I was trying to figure that out right now. I don't really know. Should we just like spin the wheel and let YouTube decide? Let's do it. You know, because when it's just uh, when mom and dad are away, we get to pick and play whatever we want. So, yeah, this is your guys's fault. Yeah, this is, what, <laughs> you know, this is, <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> Oh, smack that till you get so smack that till you get so smack that. Oh, smack that. Oh, hey, so convict. Smack that. I want some more smack that. Uh-huh. Convict. You got a name, cop? Oh, yeah. Love and light, everyone. Have a great week. I need your help finding a witness. What makes you think I want to help him? Matter of fact, what's in it for me? 24 hour lease from this place. Also, I just want to say, how come like 2000, early 2000 videos or just 2000 videos all had a story with the song? So when do we get like, what's with That's these, true. Like, yet things. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate people it. People used to really watch videos, right? Like people that's loved true. music videos. You're right. Yeah, that's true. They actually put the time into making some decent yeah. music videos. All right. Peace out, everybody. I feel you creeping. I can see it from my shadow. Jump up in my Lamborghini Gallardo Maybe go to my place and just kick it like Tybo And possibly then you're over Look back and watch me smack that All on the floor Smack that Give me some more Smack that Till you get so Smack that Did I do good, daddy? Really, Thank you, daddy Thank you, daddy